Welcome to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We have a really exciting podcast today because we're going to talk about the promises of God for our business. So we're going to get into this in just a moment. You see, this podcast, I believe, will help you open up the windows of heaven to bless your business. The Holy Spirit has given me a step-by-step plan to receive the promises of God. My goal is to help you discover God's promises for your particular business. Today is the day the Lord has made. See how you can receive God's promises for all that you do. Before we get into that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, once again, we come to you and ask for your guidance, your direction, your wisdom, your leading, your correction, and your instruction. And I submit to the Holy Spirit now that the Holy Spirit would take over, take charge, would help me to bring forth this podcast in the way you would intend it. Pray that you would bless it and anoint it, and that those who are listening in today would receive something very special from this podcast. Lord, some are struggling in their business. Some are challenged with decisions they need to make. Some are a little confused, and yet some are prospering and doing quite well. Whatever the situation is, Father, whatever it might be in their business, I believe this particular podcast would help them and bless them. So now I believe you're going to do great things, and I'm excited about it. I'm anticipating, I'm expecting something wonderful to take place in this podcast today. And I'll be careful now to give you the praise and all the glory for it. For I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'm going to get started by asking you a question. How many of us want God's promises? Now, that might seem like a silly question to some people, but some people like to do everything on their own. But I cannot imagine anyone who is not interested in wanting God's promises. However, if we are not a follower of Christ Jesus, we will not understand the conditions that God has placed on his promises. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. You see, there are conditions to receiving God's promises for our life and our business. Here are a couple of them. Found first one's found in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. It's in the New Living Translation. And it says here, seek first the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. Now that is a condition. Before I read the rest of the scripture, listen to what I said. Seek first the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. There's the condition. Promises he will give you all you need. A lot of people run quickly to the second part of that verse. It says he'll give you all you need without understanding there is a condition to the promise of God in that particular case. He wants us to seek him and everything that we do. Here's another It's found in James chapter 5 and verse number 16. The condition says this, the earnest prayer of a righteous person. All right, that's how we get started. There is a condition that we must have sincere, earnest prayers and living a godly life. Living not a perfect life, but living a godly life and seeking the Lord. Here's the promise, has great power and produces wonderful results. Let's read that together and you'll see the condition and the promise. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power power and produces wonderful results. Now, if you want wonderful results, then we must have earnest prayers and righteous living, godly living, and you wait and see, God's going to bless us. That's the condition and the promise. Now, there are numerous examples of God's promises having a condition with a promise. I suggest that we we make them a part of our prayers and our devotions for our business. I think every day we should have certain scriptures that we read before we get into our business. The one that I like the most is Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart 
heart, lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct your path. You see, that one means so much to me because I've done a lot of things in my life. I've been blessed to be a pastor, to be a real estate developer, to be a father and a grandfather now. I've learned what it's like to be a person who's had experience in banking and building homes. A lot of wonderful things. I'm not boasting. I'm just saying I've had a lot of wonderful experiences. And if I'm not careful, I'll walk in my understanding and not in God's understanding. And that's why I like Proverbs 3, 5 the most, because it says that to trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not on your own understanding. So that's, once again, a blessing from God with a condition. We need to put those into our heart, and that might be the one that you might want to use each and every day before you get into your business activities. Now, we must always remember that God wants our business to be successful. Now, I've said that in different ways in different podcasts over the last couple of years, because I want people to understand that God loves us. He's our biggest cheerleader. He's the one leading the cheer for us. He's the one who created us. We're his prized possession. And he wants us to be blessed. He wants us to be successful. And if we have a business, he wants the same thing to happen to us in that business, as long as that business is one that we're operating in God's will, and that it's a blessing to him and to the kingdom of God and to each and every one of us. Now, in Matthew chapter 9, and verse 7, I'll talk a little bit about how God refers to us as his his prized possession, and he shows it in a way that Jesus speaks of in the New Living Translation. That's chapter 7 and verse 9. I'm going to read you maybe a few more verses than just verse 9. I'll start with verse 7. Here's what it says. Keep on asking. That's simply simply effective prayer. The topic of this particular chapter is effective prayer. And it says here, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. All right. And that's the condition and the promise. Keep on seeking. All right. That's the condition and you will find the promise. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. Verse 8, for everyone who asks will receive. Everyone who seeks finds and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Verse 9, you parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Verse 10, or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. Verse 11, so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? So the key to being blessed in our business is to seek God, is to ask God to live a godly life, to live a righteous life, to understand the, the conditions to all the blessings and all the promises that God has in store for each and every one of us. Let me just give you a couple of thoughts before we go into the next part, which is the, the steps that I've talked about earlier in my introduction. God has created us with a purpose and a hope. You'll hear that throughout my teachings in all the topics that we cover, but I want us to understand there's a purpose in our life and a hope for our life. This also applies to our business. A lot of people say, well, that's just our own personal life. No, it's not because our personal life and our business life, they overlap. I want you to listen to this thought. God refers to us as the head and not the tail. Look how he looks at us in our business. Look how he's looking at us. He wants us to be successful. We are referred to in the word of God as more than conquerors. That's another way that God looks at us. He doesn't look at us as losers or that we're never going to accomplish anything or we're, we have no value in life. Let me give you another one here. God always wants us to be the lender and not the borrower. Now, I like that because in business, we're going to probably be doing some borrowing from time to 
the time. That doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with borrowing because sometimes we borrow in order to benefit our business. Many times we borrow money to build a church so that that church then can prosper, lead people to Jesus, and then the income will come in to pay off that debt. So it's not always a bad thing to have some debt, but God wants us to eventually to be the lender and not always the borrower. So with that, let's move on now to our steps to claim the promises of God in our business. Now, I believe that the promises of God are given to the people of God for various reasons. I mean, a lot of people have talent from God to be a good speaker, or another might be a good planner. Another might be a person who is helpful to other people or is good at hosting people at their home. It might be they have talents and the ability of in the area of finances or in building or construction or in secretarial or in legal issues. Whatever it might be, God can bless us and his promises apply to all those areas. And he gives us gifts according to the need and according to the purpose that he's placed in our life. Now, they are not intended, these gifts are not intended to confuse us. Sometimes I think people think, well, I wish I had that gift or I wish I had that talent, whatever. And and maybe it's nice to think that you could use a little bit of help in this area or that area. But remember, if you have a gift, it came from God. If you have a gift of, of helping people, counseling people, helping them settle their problems, that came from God. And those gifts that he gives us are not to confuse us. These promises are given to help us trust God even more and more each day. So I'm going to give you what I call the seven steps to receive God's promises in our business, because this series is obviously focusing primarily on business, although it does overlap a lot with our personal life. Now, step number one is found in Exodus chapter 31, verses three through five. And here we see God developing a person with talents and skills and abilities and pouring out a blessing. It's found in Exodus chapter 31 and verses one through five. And uh, we see a wonderful discussion here between God and Moses. It says here in verse one, New Living Translation, then the Lord said to Moses, look, I have specifically chosen Bezalel. And he talks about who he was and the grandson of her and all this stuff. But he says in verse three, I have filled him with the spirit of God, giving him great wisdom. Okay, there's a, there's, that's a gift from God. Ability, another gift, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master of craftsmen, it says, expert in working with gold and silver and bronze. Verse five, he is skilled in engraving and in mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master of every craft. Now, that's quite a statement. God is telling Moses that there's a guy that God wants him to work with who is talented in every area and a master at every craft. Now, that's pretty impressive. You don't get that on your own. God will give us blessings and wants to prosper us in our business and wants to to bless us in a way that we can be a blessing back then to the kingdom of God and to others. And so with that, I think it's important we understand that step one is that we need to learn how to develop our business talents with God's help. And if we can't do it on our own, then find a good mentor, a good Christian mentor, get into the word of God and read about the things that you're challenged with. If you're struggling with fear or anxiety, then get into the word of God and read about those things and how God wants us to to remove that anxiety from our life. If you're struggling with maybe being a person to speak in front of people, then, then look at Moses. He told God, I can't speak in front of people. I don't get this. I just can't do that. And Aaron's very talented. So God will help us in all those areas. I would encourage you that if you, whatever you lack in your business, then take the steps necessary to develop your business talents. You can follow the direction and thoughts of someone else. You can watch how they run their business. That's what I did a lot of as a banker. For I was a banker for about 
15, almost 16 years. And in that period of time, I used to really enjoy seeing how people ran their businesses and how they operated and their, set their priorities. And when they lacked skills, how they got people to come alongside of them to help them develop the skills that they needed. So we've got to develop our skills and our talents with God's blessing. All right, step number two, found in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18. This is, of course, in the New Living Translation. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Now, remember when God was talking to Abraham, he says, you're going to be a blessing and you're going to be a blessing to all those who follow you. He changed his name from Abram to Abraham and then said, you are going to be a blessed man and your families will be blessed and your your offspring will be as many as the stars in the skies or, or some translations refer to maybe the, the sands on the beaches, whatever it might be that Abraham was going to extend that blessing that he had onto the generation that follow. Do you know that the blessings that we have today in our business, if we're a follower of Jesus Christ, we're serving him, those blessings come from the blessing that God poured out upon Abraham. And in Deuteronomy 8 verses 18, or chapter 8 verse 18, it says, remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. So that power, it says, is according to what he blessed Abraham and our ancestors, but the power that he gives us comes from him. We've got to acknowledge God as our source for success. Now, there's a lot of businessmen that I dealt with as a banker who were all wrapped up in themselves. They were so self-centered and they were so involved in, I can do this and I can do that and I did this and I got that education and I, I'm this and I'm that. And he, they basically took co- credit for everything that they did on their own. Well, if they were not a follower of Jesus Christ, I can understand that. They had no reason to give God credit. But if they were a business person, a man or a woman, they need to give God the glory and God the credit for what's about to take place because this scripture tells us that God gives us the power to be successful. Now, there's no limit to God's ability to bless us. There's no restrictions on how much he can bless us. And so therefore, let's just open up and receive that power. You might even want to just lift up your hands right now and say, Father, I receive that power. I want that power in my life that you have blessed my ancestors. I pray that blessing would come upon me. And I claim that promise in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 that I receive the power that you want for me to have to be successful in my business. And I receive it in Jesus' name. All right, let's move on now to step number three. It's found in Psalm number 112, and it's verse number five. It says, God comes to those who lend money. That also refers to helping others, and and they do that generously and conduct their business fairly. So God blesses people who are helpful to others. Now, some people say, well, then the only way you're going to get blessed is if you give money to other people. That's not what that scripture is referring to. You see, when we lend to others, others. It's not always just money. It's not always just of our finances. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it has to be that. But there are times when we lend to people or we give to people from what we have in our experience and our talents and all the things that God has provided for us. So if we are then generous, it says here, it's talking about generosity of what we have, generous with other people, and uh, God will help us then to conduct our business fairly, to be fair and just business people. And I'm going to talk more about that in a little bit in this podcast and also in the next one to follow because I think it's crucial we talk about integrity and those types of things in business. Let's move on to number four now when we're talking about how to receive the promises of God in our business. Number four, Proverbs chapter 22 and verse one. It says here, choose a good reputation over great riches, being 
held in high esteem is better than silver and gold. Now, what a wonderful scripture that is to understand how to receive the promises of God. Here, this scripture is telling us to choose a good reputation over great riches. It's it's so wonderful. I know people in church who are, they have just a great reputation. These people will do anything for other people. They are generous. They're helpful. They, they come along people when they're struggling with challenges in their life. They encourage people. They take people out to coffee. They take them out to lunch. They take them out to dinner. They invite people over to their home. They're, they're, they're reaching out to other people. And when they run their business, you can see that they have a great reputation. They're honest. They're faithful. They're truthful. They're the kind of people you want to do business with. I mean, who wants to go do business with a person who has a bad reputation? Today, we have the tool of, of Google of and the internet to look up and see what people think about other people's businesses. And we can find out if people think highly of people or whether they, they, they don't have any trust for them or you know those types of things. We have something called the Better Business Bureau that we people join so that people can investigate that through them and find out are they in good standing with the Better Business Bureau. So there's many ways that we can expand our reputation, but the Bible tells us that it's more important to have a good reputation than to make a lot of money because a lot of folks say, well, I'm just going to make a lot of money on this deal and I don't care if that customer comes back and I don't care if he says anything bad about me. But you know, that's not the attitude we must have if we want to be blessed of God and we want to have the type of business that will continue to prosper from year to year and decade to decade. It said at the end of that scripture in Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 1, it says here, being held in high esteem is better than silver and gold. Once again, it's saying that people should look at you and see a person who have a person of integrity, a person of, with trust that we have confidence in, that we place our trust in. You know, I'm going to be having a surgery here not too not too long. It's only going to be about a week or so away and they're going to do some work on uh, on my neck and the back of my neck. And one of the things that I did was I looked for a doctor of good integrity with a good reputation. I looked to see what the medical people think of him. And the Lord sent me to a, to a person who I think is an outstanding person. He was considered at one time the, the best physician in his field, quite frankly, in the entire world. I was shocked when I saw that. And so he works for an outstanding hospital now and is an amazing, successful man. But I checked on his reputation. I didn't care if he was rich or not. I didn't care if he lived in a big, fancy house. And I, quite frankly, I wasn't too concerned about, about his the way he dressed or anything like that. I just wanted to know that he was a man with a good reputation and a man that is held in high esteem. And he is. And so I thank the Lord for him. And so we're going to go out and use him. And I know that God will bless that surgery coming up. You might want to say a little prayer for, for me because it's, it's nothing that's life and death. It's just something I have to get corrected, not looking forward to it. But I wanted to find someone comfortable to do business with, right? And so with that, God has sent me to someone I have great confidence in. I've already met with them and I'm looking forward to that. I don't know why I told you about that, but of course, I'm a believer in getting people to pray for you. So if you want to pray for that little surgery that I'm going to have, uh, it won't affect my podcast. It won't affect what I'm doing here, but need to get that over with. All right, let's move on now to step number five. And it's the story of the king who gave talents to the servants. He gave them something that they could use and invest and see what he could they could do with it. And it's really interesting how the story goes on. I don't really have time in this podcast to read the whole thing and talk about it because that's a sermon all on its own. But basically, the king gave money or so to individuals and asked them what they were going to do with it. Some did well with it. Some did nothing with it. But at the end of that teaching, it's found in Luke chapter 19 and verse 26, the king replied to those who had done well with what he had given them. Yes, the king replied, and to those who you 
use well what they are given, even more will be given to them. But from those who do nothing, basically what he's saying with what I gave them, even what little they have will be taken away. So the reason I want you to understand that scripture in relationship to understanding the promises of God, when God gives us something, a talent, an ability, he gives us even a financial blessing, or he gives us a wonderful spouse in our marriage or wonderful children, we need to be blessed with that. We need to, that's a promise from God. That's a blessing from God. And we need to do well with what God gives us. And as God gives us those things and those blessings, he's going to watch and see how we handle it. And if we're blessed in our business and we continue to be prosperous and that's wonderful and we're blessing the work of the Lord and blessing other people, I believe God's going to pour more into our business. So let's be faithful with what God has given us, even if it's a little bit right now. And I'll tell you, you wait and see that God won't bless that more and give you a greater return on what he's invested in you. God is looking for people to invest his promises into. And I believe that you could be that person if when you receive that blessing, regardless of what it is, do the best with what God gives you. And I believe that'll open up the gates that he'll then give you even more. All right, let's move now to step number six, another teaching found in Colossians. It's in chapter three and verse number 17, just a couple of verses found in the New Living Translation. It has to do once again with how to receive the promises of God in our business. Colossians chapter three, verse 17, it says right here, and whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. You see, when we have a business, we are a representative of our faith. We're representing who we believe in, what we believe in. And if Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, then we are then representing him. And then in verse number 23 in Colossians chapter 3, it it goes on to say something that's really very powerful for business owners. And that's found in verse, let's see, once again, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, New Living Translation, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. So remember, your business is to bless the kingdom of God and then return a blessing to other people, but we're doing it as a representative of God in our business. Now, that might be a little heavy for some of you, but it really shouldn't be because that's what God expects from us. He wants to bless us. Remember I said early on in this podcast that there are conditions to our blessings. And one of the conditions, I read a couple of them right there. I'll read it very, very quickly again. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks through him to God our Father. Verse 23, remember, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. That's the condition. And then wait and see. Watch. God is going to bring a blessing upon you and your business. And quite frankly, I think it's going to be more than you can even imagine or even think. All right. Now here's step number seven to receive God's promises in our business. It's an interesting scripture, one that's used by a lot of people when pastors are taking offerings up in the church. He's asking his people to give of their finances. But I'm going to use a portion of it, I think, that will apply very directly to this teaching on the promises of God in our business. It's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and it's verse number 8. It says, And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. So that's a teaching on giving of our finances, but I think it's far more than that. When it comes to our business, we need to understand we don't have a business just to take from the community. We have a business that we can give to the community. We can give back to the community. We can be a blessing to the community. So I want your business to reflect that and that's crucial in order to receive the promises of God's blessings you know, in our business. So with that, I just want to make a statement here. I think it's crucial. The, the biggest blessing 
in your business is to be a Christian. That's to be a follower of Jesus Christ. If you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can know him today. You see, the Bible says that if we ask for forgiveness of our sins, that God is faithful to forgive us of our sins. So I'm going to pray with you right now, and I'm going to ask that those who don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't know where you're going to spend eternity, you repeat this prayer with me and bring a blessing into your business that you've, you've never been able to even understand or comprehend because the blessings of the Lord is what brings all that power and all that goodness and all those all that blessing and all that success you know, to our business. So if you're not a believer, I believe it's crucial right now that you give your life to Christ. If you are a Christian, then I would encourage you to just pray maybe with us and to be in agreement that these folks who are listening in today will give their life to Christ. Just pray this, if you will, very quickly. Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. I ask you to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He he gave his life for me. And I believe that he was resurrected from the dead. And by and through his resurrection, I receive forgiveness of my sins and eternal life with Christ. I believe that. And so I, I ask for forgiveness. I receive you. I want you to take my life and make it something special and something new. And I promise to serve you. So with that, I become a Christian and I thank you for it now in Jesus name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you really meant it with all your heart, Jesus came into your life. It's so crucial right now that you find a good church. You find a place to go to church, a place where you you can worship the Lord and be in fellowship with other Christians. And if you do that, I'm telling you, your life will be amazing. And if you have a business, there's going to be something new take place. And that is the guiding and the leading of the Holy Spirit in your business. And for those of you who are believers, you've given your life to Christ, you know what I'm talking about. Jesus is a very present help in times of trouble. So with that, I'm going to close this up right now. And I, because I believe we've completed all the things that the Lord put upon my heart to share today. And at the very end, the Holy Spirit, I believe, told me to be sure that people have a right relationship relationship with Christ. I hope this has been a blessing to you. And so I'm just going to say a quick little prayer for each and every one of you out there that that you receive this message today that God will bless you. Father, I thank you once again for the opportunity I had to teach on business and talk about the topic of receiving the blessings of the Lord in our business. And I pray, Father, that people will use the talents that they have. I pray, Lord, that they'll remember that you are their source for success, Father. I pray, Father God, that they'll also realize, Lord, that all that they need in their business, Father, you can provide it for them because good things come to good people and those who are following the Lord. I pray, Lord, that they'll look for a good reputation in their business and understand that they need to be people of high integrity. And Lord, I pray that they'll they'll prosper and and be in good health even as their soul prospers. I pray, Lord, a blessing on those, Father, who maybe are struggling and they can't understand why, Lord, that you would speak to them and help them to get into all these other podcasts and maybe listen to some of these teachings on the areas of business. I thank you for it. And I pray you'd bless them now, Lord. I, I just believe something special has taken place today. And I believe that people gave their life to Christ, which is the greatest thing that can happen. And also that people see that the blessings for their business come from you, Lord. And there's a condition to the blessing. But then once we meet that condition, it's simply just to wait back and expect and anticipate the promises of God to come forth. I'll thank you for it now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, all right. We're done with this particular lesson. Our next upcoming lesson is going to be entitled, and it's going to be actually the end of our teaching on business. I've now completed 19 podcasts on business, the topic of business, and I'm going to do one more. I felt led of the Lord to go to 20 sessions. And so next week's podcast, the next one that will be 
be coming up in your area, maybe in a day or two, the personal responsibilities of business ownership. That's really an important one. It kind of lays a foundation for understanding what are we responsible to do? What actions should we take? How can we run a business effectively in a world that doesn't know Jesus and deal with people who are Christians who are not Christians? And I believe we're going to cover all that. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a very important part of this entire series on Christians and business. So with that, I hope that you will listen in for our next one, and I believe you'll be blessed. Now, if you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living, that's the name of our podcast. Quality Christian Living has to do with dealing with all types of subject matter dealing with our Christian walk. As a pastor for years, and as a banker for many years, and a real estate developer, and as a father, and a husband, and a grandparent, there's a lot of experience that the Lord has given me. I've preached literally thousands of messages dealing with finance, dealing with all these various topics, and I've transferred them now over into this series that we can help you understand how to deal with prosperity, how to understand the gifts of the Spirit, how to walk in faith, and how to have faith for miracles. And all of those teachings, I think, will be a blessing. There's stuff in there that'll deal with you. All the podcasts will be dealing with the issues of getting out of debt and our financial things that we need to take care of. So there's a bunch of stuff on there. So if you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, the front page, the very first one that pops up will be the link to the podcast that I've done. There's been now 224 of them in the last two years. I pray they'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that website, there's more information there about the books that I've written. I've written books on finance and topics that has a lot to do with our with our podcast, but topics I think that'll help each and every one of us to live a quality Christian life. I believe that's what God wants for us, and that's why this particular podcast was birthed, and I know it's been a blessing to many, and I believe God has so many more topics coming up that we're going to be following. And a matter of fact, in the, in the upcoming weeks, I'm going to be doing a whole new series, and, and this particular podcast today really is launching that. I'm going to do a series on God's promises and God's blessings and how to receive them, not necessarily just in business, but about all aspects of life, in marriage, in parenting, in our finances, in our walk with God, in our physical help, in our emotional health. And I just believe that God's given me something there very special that we'll be getting into. It's going to be a long series dealing with God's promises and his blessings he wants to pour out upon his people. So with that, I hope that you will listen in again. And I'm going to also, oh, I forgot one thing. I need to remind you, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. So I'm going to close with these thoughts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So once again, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I really have enjoyed this particular podcast because I, I know we need to learn how to receive the promises of God. So I'm looking forward to you coming back again. Let your friends and family members know that we're talking about business and there's one more week to deal with as we get into the topic of understanding our responsibilities and our personal challenges we face in business ownership. Thank you once again for listening and may God richly bless you.